Welcome to Neosoft Golf. Uh, my name is Corey, your host, and today is going to be an amazing day because this is the first ever episode, and it's about a topic that I absolutely love. I'm completely obsessed with golf. Uh, the last year has been very difficult because because of COVID. I did not play. I think I must have played last year. I did play once or twice. And all the both games were quite pretty bad because uh, I was quite sporadic in the way I played. I did not play consistently like I did the year before that. The year before that, I was pretty much playing at least once a month, and it was pretty incredible. And I had more more growth when I played consistently than um, before. So um, completely missed golf, and now we are over the halfway mark of uh, January. And I haven't played yet, and we're going to be in lockdown till probably the end of March, which usually is when we start kick when we actually start playing quite often because it gets warmer in the UK, and a lot of people start going out then. Um, I do sometimes play in the winter. I rarely play in the winter because it's so cold. I don't like it when it's cold and it's raining. Um, but besides that, it's. I do love golf and not just me, but I've also got my daughter involved and there's a lot of life lessons that you learn from golf. And that's one of the most amazing part about it that um, for me to get the bug, I just like the fact that you can go out with friends and socialize and um, just do this thing that is pretty amazing. But one of the things about golf that makes it amazing is the fact that, you know, you when you try and learn this, you discover that um, this golf shot, uh, you have to master it. And the key to mastering it, I always thought it was just uh, getting the club face to be perpendicular with the ball before you make contact and that's it. But uh, there's a lot more that goes into it in order to develop the skill and technique to actually do it perfectly. And... So up until I realized that it was only 5% technique and 95% mental. And uh, I learned this the hard way because uh, I went through a process where we, I went through coaches and I believe in getting a coach because there's so much information on how to get the most perfect golf shot in terms of um, YouTube videos, books and blogs and there's so much information out there that can get you to understand how to get the perfect technique of a golf shot and not just that um in order for you to implement all of that you need a lot of trial and error if you're doing it by yourself and it takes a countless of hours to have to do it in order to do it right and again for anybody who has been go for a, a large period of time uh what you're feeling is in terms of movement is not the same as what you're actually supposed to be doing so um yeah having somebody to watch over became something uh very important i knew that was very important so i had to get a, a golf pro to watch me do my um golf swing and then work on the kinks that were in my golf swing and unfortunately i did get a golf pro and i paid him for three lessons so i could just try it out and see what was going on and his emphasis was on the club face but now i'd come from a place where i was hitting the ball relatively okay and it was not uh consistent i was hitting it perfectly consistent i wanted to hit it more consistently and also i was looking for distance as well so 
uh, he told me that my club face was not doing the right thing when I uh, take the club away and when I come back. Um, so, and we focused on the club face. And the more we focused on the club face, uh, he wanted me to uh, bend my back in a certain way and uh, do certain things. And uh, I remember leaving the lesson feeling um, pain on my back and... Um, I was not hitting any balls consistent. In fact, uh, I left off those lessons worse than I'd come in. And it was so frustrating. And I was thinking to myself, is it this difficult to get to learn how to play golf? And what is even the um, use? Why, why, why do I need a golf pro to teach me to do this? Because it looks like it's... Instead of me getting better, I'm getting worse. And I'm in pain. I was not in pain before. So I, I quickly figured out that this is not quite right. So I don't even know if the guy was uh, was probably one of his first clients or whether he was just somebody whom... I, I don't know what was the process of actually getting him into becoming a golf pro. And like I didn't ask him for any uh, qualifications before he gave me the lesson. So I didn't even know if he was a qualified golf pro. But anyways, I trusted the fact that he was, he was and I didn't like his technique or style of teaching. It just seemed absolutely wrong. And um, so I went on trying to figure this out. So I was trying to do it myself. I was going to the driving range pretty much every day. Uh, in order to try and figure this out. So, uh, you know, I was doing all the things, looking in the mirror, trying to put different props to in, to to, to uh, force my club face to go a certain way. So I was pretty much really obsessed with this. And um, I remember one of uh, the guys at the driving range, he was a golf pro, came and looked. And I think he, he did a smart thing in order to try and sell me his service. He came and then uh, he said to me... Um, I've just seen you trying to do your swing. Your swing is not that bad, but uh, the the and this was the most important thing that he ever said to me. Completely changed the 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 way I view the game. He told me that it's five percent technique and it's ninety five percent mental. And I was like, what is he talking about? So he started telling me about the technique that the golf swing has to be seamless, has to be comfortable. You have to be feeling comfortable. And the only way you do that is you have to control your mental and your headspace. And he said the if you master the fact that you you have to transfer your 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 weight between your feet and then you have to coil your torso in a certain way and then you guide your arms as 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 you uncoil to go and make the shot and with that weight distribution, once you master that, everything else becomes how you feel mentally. If you are overthinking the golf shot, it's going to affect the way you make the golf shot. If you get overly excited by a shot that you've hit previously, and because your emotional your emotional state is high, it affects the golf shot. If you go mentally low, so you're uh, obsessing over the shot that you hit bad affects your next golf shot. So y you having to get into a place of zen or zero is one of the most difficult things that uh, most golf pros have mastered better than everybody else that plays. You know, these guys, they'll hit a bad shot and then recover from that bad shot and go and par. Uh, you know, it's absolutely incredible. And they do this because they just mastered having to use that muscle memory because the golf shot is there it's with 
ingrained within your muscle uh it's you being able to completely relax and then go as fluent as possible because of your state of mind and it completely made sense at that point and once that made sense i was like that's it so um i just mastered i only had to master a little bit in terms of the mechanics of the golf shot and uh from that point i uh, i had a few more lessons with him to get the technique right and literally no back pain no but sort of getting a consistent hit of the golf ball and at this point um i'd gone through an experience with my friends that before i went through this process of actually learning all of this stuff we had uh I played a few times. I was kind of liking golf because I could hit the ball, but it wasn't consistent. I was completely rubbish. But I got my friends involved. And I remember, because I'd invited my friends at some golf clubs, they'd played a few times as well. I was the guy who invited them, so I had to tee off first. And I remember getting onto the tee and like looking all confident with all the gear. You know, I had all these uh, clubs and everything else. And I remember stepping up and it was about 220 yards to the green and to the pin and i took up my driver now i know that's ridiculous so i'm taking a driver out for that but um yeah i got my driver out and i was going to hit it as hard as possible and i absolutely ridiculous and i remember you know teeing up did a, a practice show so i look cool and I was doing all these things, you know, to make it seem like I knew what I was doing. And I remember, like, you know, getting all settled and then, you know, taking it, taking it away and then just swinging as hard as I could. And I completely missed the ball. I mean, the guys started laughing so hard and they were laughing so hard. And I felt so embarrassed because I'd done everything that made me seem to look like a professional. And I remember... Uh, then trying to hit the ball even harder and completely lost that ball because, <laughs> you know, the more you, tr- you get emotionally involved in, in your golf shot, the more you, 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 you tense up in your muscles and it just creates all kind of chaos. So at that point, uh, I completely struggled the rest of the round because I was just so emotionally involved because of the embarrassment that I, it happened on the first tee. Completely ruined my game. So by the time when I met this golf instructor and he told me about the um, that ninety five percent is mental, I completely got it because I experienced the pain of going through that, and it was incredible. And I'm saying this story because it's important to understand. Um, I've my friend, so one of my friends, he decided to uh, to join us to come and play. And at this point, I was now um, pretty consistent pretty understood the game i was now at the level where uh i was now focusing more on course management rather than the actual golf shot itself so it was um uh, i'd already progressed from you know what everybody's focused on ah, i need to drive it as far as possible whereas i was thinking about where can i lay the ball so it can prepare me for the next shot anyways so he comes he's enthusiastic and can you imagine this like how lucky this dude is his, his first lesson is it's 95 percent mental and it's five percent technique so he had played hockey before so he literally went through weight distribution so he understands weight distribution he understands uh having to generate power from your feet and stuff like that so it wasn't a lot that i needed to show him in terms of the technique 
because you would have intuitively caught it. So we worked on that and then we just worked a little bit on the mental side of the game. And literally on that round, he shot better than everybody else. In fact, I started even thinking that maybe he had never, he had played golf before. He was just lying to us. He just, you know, you know what it's like. But I, I believe that he, that was his first game. And literally, he almost parred the whole course, which was absolutely crazy. Like, how do you start a golf game, your first ever golf game, and almost par an entire, you know, it was a part, it was a nine, it's got nine holes, so he parred the whole thing. Like, absolutely crazy ridiculous i mean intuitively just know how to play golf so yeah from that point he absolutely got the bug started playing frequently and like he was consistently showing up and he ended up joining a club became a member and went through and started winning trophies so like now he's got plenty of trophies and this is important because you know this is a i was a creation of an actual golfer and the process of it was so seamless and so easy that golf, the more now that I've been within the golf industry for a long time, and when I say industry, I'm now looking at it more in a business sense. Before, I was just a consumer. But now, when I look at it from a business sense, that's how somebody should come into the golf industry and join golf and enjoy it and go on and do so. And the the yes, he might have an advantage that he's played hockey before and everything else. But what I find is that there's a lot of golf courses that do not have a way of getting um, people interested in golf, uh, get them to get easy wins in golf. Once they get those easy wins, they progress on to become members and because they don't have that in the self-process they have to have referrals in order to get members and usually the process of getting members is just a hope and a dream that we hope that we can get enough people to come in so they can they can refer their friends they like the course and then yes they become members or somebody moves in from wherever it moves into our area they've got no other choice but they have to get you know they, it, there's no actual sales process there's no actual way of creating customers no actual way of getting leads and something that we started looking at and now my friend that i'm talking about uh we were both passionate about golf and over well the last week we started talking about how we can provide value now he uh, works with his because he's a golf member uh, he became friends with the golf owners of the club and they found out that he had uh, skills as a coder so he he writes software and he's wrote software for really really big companies in fact even for the government and the military and yeah, I mean, this guy is guy who's been sought out by uh, big, big companies because of his ability to write code. So he started uh, looking at their booking system and he started seeing that uh, the booking system that they're currently using is absolute garbage. It's literally stuff that we were using 10, 15 years ago. So in terms of um, the operations of the golf, co golf course, uh, there's a lot of user... Uh, input to in order to make it function and whereas we're now in the age of automation i mean uh user input where you have to put in information in order to to store information 
it's it's gone because everybody's got access to digital and cloud so if i got information that i need to input i can input it in my phone and the golf club can receive that information and the actual computer itself can determine what it needs to do and do everything that it needs to do without having the golf club having to intervene the only thing that can do is just double check and started looking into stuff like this and started working with this golf club sort of um developing something in terms of the booking system and then uh because he's thought this is an amazing thing they've been enjoying using it it's absolutely incredible and it's surpassed the other stuff that has been out there so everything else has been released out there that has been um, used by many golf clubs is been completely blown out of the water and these are the words of the golf course so I started thinking about um, what do we do with this? So um, he then sent me a message and said, I know you're a marketer. You know about marketing. What do we need to do with this? Instantly, I knew I had to put everything down what I was doing. So right, right now, this podcast that you're listening to, it was previously called Practice Dominator. <laughs> and literally, I'd done four episodes for it so I can start uh, getting a product out for uh, practice owners. Completely dropped that because that was my, my new baby. And literally, I was going to start making a uh, podcast and get um, practice professionals and start giving information in order to start um, figuring out what are the problems that are having in, in that industry so we can solve the problem. And I started doing the same thing, so having conversations with people that are within the golf industry to start figuring out what are the actual issues that are happening. And the main issue that's been coming up a lot is uh, a sales process. There's no digital process in order to get leads and then get them into customers. Uh, whether it's just people that are uh, a drive-through type thing where they just come and play once and they're gone or whether it's actually getting those consistent customers people that are coming in in fact um, one of the key issues on uh, people not joining membership is that uh, they cannot justify getting a membership because they do not play enough so what are the things that a golf club can do in order to get them playing often so they can justify the, the, the fees of being a member so there's certain things that you can do as a marketer that causes that to happen because i think when you think of marketing people think of branding people think of um logos and stuff like that but marketing is actually the ability to change people's beliefs and that's my job basically so we uh, and when i say beliefs it's not tricking people or doing manipulative things it's literally figuring out what's the problem that you solve and then when you identify the problem that you solve, then you uh, create the solution. So there's different solutions and different reasons why people are not coming to the golf course. But it's probably people coming to the golf course that are regular, people that want to play. But there's also people that we've been speaking to quite lately and the information says that I don't feel like I'm good enough. I really like playing golf, but I feel like I'm judged. I feel sometimes it's not fun because I'm being rushed or whatever. And there's just false beliefs that people have created within themselves that make them not to come to the golf course. And the people that miss out in all of this, it's everybody's a loser. The golf course is a loser. The PGA pros are losers. And the people that would be paying to come and play the golf course are losers. Everybody loses. And for a a a thing that I love golf that I love 
It's that thing. And I, it's, it's, it really came to me quite recently when I went to the golf club. And this is when I realized that there's some real issues within the golf industry. Is that um, this is my local golf club where we go to. It's with a par, it's a pitching part. We, I take my daughter there because it's short, was of the short holes. And I remember we were on the driving range warming up. And my, my daughter is, it's got ADHD, so uh, she can be very impulsive. She can be a bit loud. And she was just really enjoying herself. It was a nice, beautiful morning. It was nice and sunny. And we'd gone there quite early. We like to go there early so she can um, get her workout. And she loves it, absolutely loves it. So we were at the driving range and we're hitting a few golf balls. She's a bit excited and she's hitting very well. So she's really excited and she wants me to just watch her. And there were some adults that came, guys, and they were really offended with the fact that she was speaking loud. Now, I'm, I, I try and teach my daughter the etiquette of being in a golf course being at the driving range and you have to be quiet you have to uh be aware of the other people that they you know it's it's easy to hit a golf ball when it's uh the it's it's quiet and again i'm a big believer of that if your mind is um on zen you're gonna hit a better golf shot so it's important but um she's an eight-year-old so she's gonna be impulsive i can try and speak to her i can try and teach her but uh, usually, sometimes she cannot help some of the behaviors. So these, these guys were really offended, and they went and made a complaint because um, they obviously they paid money to to be at the golf course. But uh, again, I was um, so these guys went and complained, and luckily the owners of this golf course were over there. They absolutely love my kids. They've watched their play, and they really impressed with the fact that she's taken an interest in golf she's rather than being on a a, a screen um the owners turned around and said to the those guys this is the future of golf if you are not happy we're more than happy to refund you the money and you can find somewhere else to play and that is what i'm what inspired me to be here right now and then these are the people that are looking to the future and seeing what is the future of our golf course. Am, am I am I just going to take the money now and uh, silent what is potentially the future? Because nobody knows. I'm, I don't even know where my kid is going to take golf. It could be something that is just recreational and well, amount to nothing. But she could be somebody who's as significant as Tiger Woods and inspire a generation of new golfers female golfers within wherever and i thought that was very profound and something that was absolutely amazing in terms of uh where golf is going that um there is an, an emphasis on what where are we going to be in the next five years i mean if you just think it to yourself right now there's certain things there's certain processes within your golf course and golf club that are happening that are pro potentially hampering where your golf course is going to be in the future or what it could be in the future and part of it it could be just your sales process isn't hasn't been adapted to 2021 so like uh it's crazy when i look like in the last few weeks the last 
five days I've been heavily uh, researching this and it's crazy how there's so many golf clubs with some with Facebook pages but have got no posting whatsoever. It's crazy to see how many golf clubs with so many with Instagrams that are not active. And it's insane. Like your potential customers are gathering on these big spaces and there's no communication whatsoever. And that's just the half of it. I mean, like literally when we start talking about uh, lead magnets and autoresponders, I mean, these are words that are mumbo jumbo, but these are what has been used in the last 10, 15 years within other industries and now consistently working. So it's a sales process where you actually get a customer in, uh, it's a lead and then you convert them into a customer and then you get them to be a repeat customer and then you get them to actually become your advocate. There's like this customer journey that's been created for online that golf has never taken advantage of. And it's absolutely insane that it's not even happening. And it's not even like this, even just the technology of actually uh, getting the customer within your process and making that process uh, less friction. So there's no friction within your processes so the you're not having a golf pro consistently working on a computer uh booking in people and um you know taking money and then doing this this there's so much friction when the customer comes in they can only uh, book a, a tea time because they have to phone in and there's so much friction which makes it very difficult because we all are now accessing things virtually and if you're a golf course right now and you cannot take a booking when your golf courses, your golf club has been shut, you're already behind. You're already ten years behind. Literally, you you should be able to take bookings, and not just one booking, but multiple bookings. And you should be able, to, somebody should be able to control who they're booking, when they when they're booking. You should be able to control your booking system off your phone while you're still at home without having to go in. To, in fact, it's absolutely insane that this is not happening. So, yeah, my friend, like I said, he's uh, into software. We've worked with a golf club recently. And once he sold me on this, I was sold. I was all in. I was like, literally everything else I'm doing, I'm going to put it down. This podcast that you're listening, it was not called Neosoft. It was called Practice Dominator. It was literally made for practice owners. It's been completely changed. This is how convinced i am this is going to be crown change this is like the next level up when it comes to um the golf industry and we're so pretty excited about this because now we're getting people that are going to be coming to um give us more information on this and not just on the processes but we're, we're now looking to dig deeper and actually discover what's happening within the industry so there's some guys that i've spoken to recently that will be coming and talk about uh building teams and how to optimize you know running your team within your club and then uh, we're going to talk about different parts of uh, software how you run different parts of software and how you integrate it and i don't want to go into too much the technical stuff because i know a lot of uh practice uh, you know a lot of such uh, as practice, a lot of golf club owners and golf club people that run golf clubs, um, they don't want to be involved with tech, and they want to be having this complicated stuff that they just want things to be seamless for customers and their employees. And 
this is exactly what becomes our driving force for having Neosoft. And this is what we're going to be representing within the industry. And this is what is exciting us because the way we view it, this is not just stuff that we're, we've just come up with, that we're just making up as we go along. This is stuff that we're bringing in that's already worked in other industries that is absolutely crushing it everywhere else. But uh, the golf industry is completely neglected because you know we stick to values and i absolutely follow on those values and i absolutely appreciate the values and the disciplines and i love that my my kid gets to learn some of this because despite all these values and etiquette and everything else that happens golf in itself is a lifeless and you know how how do you hit a bad shot and then learn from it because you, you, you get feedback like my I, I say to my daughter it's not failure it's feedback whenever you you something goes wrong it's not that you are the problem it's the fact that you've just done it the wrong way now it's gone wrong how do we do it the right way you know so and it's it's like a, a, a consistent lesson and when you start putting uh, your mind to it like how your mind reacts to every shot and how you can uh, still stay zen whether you have a good shot or bad shot how do you come to the point of zero and then hit your next golf shot that's a massive skill and it's such a massive skill when it comes to life you know imagine whenever you hit uh, a roadblock you know got this coronavirus happening right now uh when uh things go to shit sorry for those people that don't like me to swear um how do you respond to it i mean what's the feedback that you get from it and how do you respond to it you know i had to isolate for the past uh sort of 10 days and it was quite challenging but it's stuff that like when i've been to golf that has taught me to have some skills to actually Go back to zero and say, you know what, this has happened. There's nothing I can do about it, but how can I make things better, you know? And this has been a thing for us. Like, we've looked at the industry. Uh, we are so excited to be bringing something that is completely different, that is not... Um, just a, a thing that we are trying to solve. We're actually trying to res resolve like real problems that are happening right now. And we're coming out of this COVID thing a lot stronger with better ways of doing, not even just better, different ways of doing things that are going to be ex you know, securing the future of golf. So this is our passion and thank you very much for listening and welcome to Neosoft Golf. Uh, we're pretty excited. And for those uh, people that are golf pros and that w are interested in what we're going, be, we're going to be doing and you want to come and feature one our um, our podcast, just give us a shout. I'm going to uh, have a, a page where you can actually go to and put an email and address and uh, your, your experience and we'll get you onto the podcast and you can talk about your experience on the industry and what you can provide to the industry because we want, want you to be involved with this. We want everybody who's a golf pro whatever capacity even a groundsman even one everybody how do you what is the, th the thing that you've always thought about that you wanted everybody to know about what you do in the golf industry that's what we want to know we want to know what what you do and how you can provide value so that everybody can adopt something that uh, is going to change and everybody i want everybody to have that opportunity to come on our podcast and uh, share the story and you know we're going to be collecting all these stories uh the one gentleman that i I'm, i've been talking to and wanted to get is built 
countless teams in different golf clubs and he's got so much experience he's going to be talking about teamwork and how to get cohesion between the team in order to um you know increase profits and stuff like that so i think there's gonna be an interesting conversation that we're gonna be going through so thank you very much for listening guys and i'm lo- i'm so so excited about this um i'll be seeing you guys very soon so thank you very much take care